When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, uh, let's go live to the guru, the man who's been uh, filling in for you admirably over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Guru Gary Birkinshaw, good morning, mate. And where are we at with Central Coast Cricket? Yeah, g'day, Steve. G'day, Buttes, mate. Uh, Welcome back, mate. Uh, Yeah, look, mate, the weather certainly challenged us over the last couple of weeks. But uh, today is semi-final, or this weekend is semi-finals weekend for our first grade competition. And uh, we've got the major semi-final at Erin Oval, King Cumber Evoca taking on Terry Matcham. And in the minor semi-final, out of Cole Gooley overall, out of your mind, we've got Southern Spirit taking on the entrance. So, two really good games. Mate, I've got to say, I was down at Terrigal this morning and uh, they were mowing the lawn and what have you. I've got to tell you, you don't want to be in the... F- you, know, you do want to be in the field today because the ground is that thick. Um, finding boundaries is going to be really tough. Oh, mate, it's going to be a tough day. There are some, there are some finals being played today on grounds that haven't been made cancelled just physically been unable to get onto the ground so that'll be yep. you know, shin deep some of the some of those grounds but uh but look yeah, we're playing saturday sunday this this weekend so they're probably pretty even on, on both days i won't mow it overnight so so you think even on sunday it's probably going to be a little bit longer than what it was on on saturday but mate, they're really enthralling we didn't get any cricket for the last two rounds obviously two weekends due to the rain so the boys will be keen to get out there and, and you could argue that they are the, probably the best four sides that, that are playing in the semis so can you name names? We know we love to pump up some of the local players. Who are going to be some of the key men who get the job done? Well, we'll go to the, the elimination first. Is that Obviously, you're looking at Sutton Spirit playing the entrance. The loser is out. And uh, I suppose for the entrance, you've got, you've got the Hardy boys, Jake and Brock Hardy, probably arguably two of the best bats in the competition. So, so they'll be holding the, the key, key for them. Dylan Bennett has been a, a huge player for them with both bat and ball. But Southern Spirit, they've, we, we spoke to uh, Simon Blake last week and, and they've been a real surprise package this year. And, you know, Lachlan Cork, Ross Watson's done a great job for them as captain, as a spinner. But um, I think you look at Lachlan Cork, who's been really come on as a player, the player of the match of the, the T20 competition. And then, uh, so he'll, he'll be vital for them. The major semi-final, Dylan Robertson's obviously King Cumbers. He, he's their key. He, he's arguably the best player in the competition. So he'll have to, uh, to play well for them. Um, uh, and also for Terrigal Matcham to, to beat them. I think Alex Patterson is, is the key for them. They're captain, opening the bowler. He's represented New South Wales country. And bowling is the strength for Terrigal Matcham. My only issue with them is can they get enough runs with the bat? Lloyd Radcliffe opening the batting for Terrigal will need to, uh, to have a big game. Yeah, mate. Uh, the cricket, Australia versus Pakistan, appeared they played on a bit of a road, mate, to be honest with you. Uh, Actually, they've been docked. I think they've been docked on the world stage, haven't they, Gary, because of how bad that pitch was? Yeah, that, that, that was such an embarrassment based on the build-up to that series, Australia going back to Pakistan. No one's been there for so long. The anticipation was really good. And, and they have immediately come out and say they docked the wicket. It's the only wicket in Pakistan that actually has got any pace in it. They were, they were coming out and said they were concerned about Australia's pace attack and so they actually made it as placid. They, they wanted to come out of it as, as at least nil all in the series, send it then to Karachi, um, where it's a spinner's deck, and, and try and claim a win there. But very disappointing given the build-up to the, um, yeah, to the series.
Uh, Gary, are you at liberty to pick who you think might get the job done this weekend? In between uh, the, the, the Central Coast game? Yeah, yep. so Spirit versus yeah, so the King, entrance, so, the juggernaut that is the so, entrance, and then King Cumber Terrigal. So, so, King, uh, so King Cumber will beat Terrigal, and the entrance will beat Southern Spirit. And, mate, if the, if the games end up in draws, how does that play out? Who ends up going through based on their standings? So, basically, so King Cumber finished minor premise, so they'll, they'll, so they'll move through straight through to the grand final. And Southern Spirit, having finished third, they'll, they'll progress through and they would play terrible matchup next week in the preliminary final. The entrance would be out. Gotcha. Okay. So you're tipping the entrance to win despite where, this, where they finished in the uh, competition? Yep. Wholly and solely... Um, uh, Buttes on the fact that I think they've just got better big big game players. Southern Spirit have done really really well, yep. and um, uh, and to get where they are, but they haven't got many of those. Um, uh, you know, the experience is probably not quite there. So I'd um, so I just think the big game when it gets down to the, the crunch, I think the end will win the, the the moments that matter, and that'll get them over the line. Can I ask you a question, Gaz? How important will the conditions be? I'm assuming they're playing on uh, turf wickets. So yep. I'm imagining that there's going to be a lot of juice in these wickets uh, based on what's happened exactly. over the last yep. couple of weeks. Impossible for it not to be, Butch, given the fact that the, the wickets have been uncovered. Uh, they haven't been able to get on to rip, get a roller on to, to effectively really probably late Thursday afternoon, maybe even yesterday. So they're going to be you know, plenty of moisture in the surface. So it's definitely going to be bowlers' advantage. And I think the side who's got the best bowlers will... Yeah, we'll, we'll come through. We'll have an advantage. Which I think Terrigal have got a good bowling attack, but, but so has Kingcomer. Kingcomer got a good all-round side. The interesting point: if you go to the Southern Spirit, the entrance game, Southern Spirit have got a a good solid attack. But when you look at from the entrance, the entrance main strength is spin bowling through Brock Hardy and, and Luke Dizerin. So the old saying as well is, if the ball seems, it also spins. So I think the yeah. variable bounce and the slope may suit the spin bowlers there that that, they've, that the entrance have gotten. As I said, I think there'd be nothing in it, but I just think the big moments, the, the, the batting that the entrance got should be enough to get them over Southern Spirit. And the Guru is joining us live. Are you on the golf course this morning? Yeah, I'm on the golf course here at Gosford today, and it's um, yeah, it's quite all right. It's wet, obviously, but it's all been made. So, no, it's a beautiful morning to be at the golf course, though. Hey, Guru, we finished the last segment talking about the uh, top-of-the-table clash. So, the Aussie women up against the host nation and just the one loss for New Zealand and Australia has been rolling along beautifully with their star-studded lineup. Yeah, look, they've had a good start, Australia, and you know, their depth has certainly been shown. They've been able to make a couple of changes and, and not lose any of their ability. Whether they need medium pace, they need spinners on, and uh, so, so they're going beautifully. New Zealand have been very scratchy to start with. They lost to the West Indies, and, and then they, you know, Bangladesh, they, they rain shortened game there. Um, I think they got over India, I think, even the other day. So not hitting their straps yet, but, gee, they've got some, got some talent. There's no doubt about it. It should be a cracking game of cricket. Mate, the Australian v England game, uh, 50 overs. What a, what a batting performance from the Australians. Three for 310. Rachel Haynes, uh, 130 from 131 balls. Meg Lenning, uh, 86 runs. Just a phenomenal performance. And the England side... Uh, chased it they didn't chase it down but gee they got close eight for 298 uh off their 50 overs australia winning that game by 12 ones but 12 runs but um what a game that is that is phenomenal when you're talking about you know the 50 over game and how far the game has come you know if, if that's a men's game you're actually pretty happy but these women uh are certainly showing that they can match it with the with the boys 
Yeah, look, that's one thing I reckon's really changed in, in women's cricket. I think the WBBL has got a lot to lot to do with that. Is, is their ability to score? You know, in the past, that that was probably one of the criticisms of women's cricket. You know, five years ago, it was always low scoring. They couldn't they couldn't score. But now they, you know, they, they're scoring as many as what the men are. The boundaries are in a little bit, not not insignificant, especially over in New Zealand. But just that they've turned into real shot makers. They can they can score all around the wicket and. Uh, you know, it's, it's, women's cricket is really good to watch. It's, it's authentic cricket and played the way it should be. And so you get a game where 310 is, is almost chased down with 298. Exceptional game of cricket. And Australia's batting lineup is phenomenal. There's no doubt yeah. about that. They, you know, they bat. Really, Charlie McGrath coming in and batting at number six is just yeah, it's phenomenal depth. And you know, and she's such a good striker of the ball. So if you're going to beat Australia, you're going to need to make early inroads or score plenty of runs with the bat. Yeah, that's right. Their depth is phenomenal. The batting lineup, the Australians, and uh, especially up at that top order, they are so strong there. And if they get off to a good start, they're hard to pin back. Uh, as Steve has touched on, they take on New Zealand uh, tomorrow. But I'll tell you what, one game I am looking forward to is the Australians taking on the West Indies, who have been playing very well in this tournament. Also, um, they play India today, the West Indies side, but they go into that game undefeated at the moment. Um, haven't had success over both England. Um, they've also beaten. Uh, the who else have they beaten? The New Zealanders. They beat the New Zealanders as well. So they're in good form. The West Indies. They are. They, they play an interesting game of cricket as well. They. You know, I like watching the Indians. They're so passionate. They're actually so, everything. When the game, that game they played when they beat New Zealand, everything was on like every ball. They were, they were amazing. They were singing out, and you know, it was it was really exciting to watch. And you know, and then they. they the girl lady come on and bowled dot, and she hadn't bowled in international cricket for something like two or three years, and come on to out on the ball and and turn a, probably a, a, a probable loss into a, into an incredible win for him. Yeah, Gary Butte said a moment ago about uh, England's run chase against against Australia, where they've almost made three hundred, but. England yet to win a game. They've won this tournament previously. And uh, I was going to say, any one of the top five or six could go on to play finals in this. And uh, England, I guess, they need to get their campaign back on track. Yeah, I think you're right there, this, 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 this competition has got closer. The, the teams, the countries are getting closer and closer. I think at the moment, there's jostling going on to try and get through to the semi-finals. So just make the top four. And then, then once again, the top four. Then, then the tournament really gets started from from there. So, um, England, England doing well. That they're good enough. They'll be good enough to get through to the top four. And as I said, when it gets there, I would, I would imagine the top four will be India, England, Australia, and New Zealand. I'm not sure. Well, probably India and West Indies might fight out for a spot. But uh, once you get to that semi-final stage, the standard will be, yeah, the, the competition will be right on. So England, they face South Africa on Monday and then they're up against India on Wednesday. So a couple of games coming up for them. Hey, uh, by the way, uh, Guru, uh, coming up soon, we spoke about the Sports Central Coast Awards. We've got the Night of Nights for Cricket Central Coast with the Alan Davidson medal. How exciting is that going to be? That is um, a really good night. And obviously with you hosting, you make it a sensational night. So, no, it's good. I can actually... Pleased to tell you, I can tell you the nominees we've actually got for the Alan Davidson Medal. They've been they've been announced, and they uh, uh, Scott Birkinshaw, Dylan Robertson, Sean Eaton, um, Callum Ranger, and Alex Patterson have all been nominated for the Alan Davidson Medal. So, um, so the winner will come from that. So that should be should be really exciting. Yeah, fantastic, mate, and also the women. 
Ah, uh, yeah, the women there. So, so the Unlabs have covered men and women. So, that for the women's cricketer of the year, there's some some good ones. The interesting some nominees there are actually got Emily Humphreys and Tara French, who are both under 16. So they're they're in mm. nominees. Alyssa Andrews is also up there, and Amy Cunningham, of course, who did a fantastic job in the for the Central Coast side. Yeah, beautiful, mate. Great to have you on the show as always. We'll catch up again soon. And uh, I think he's pretty keen to be a third wheel too. Yeah, I'd love to have him on board. He's done a great job filling in for me, which isn't that hard to be honest, Guru. Yeah, thanks, Gary. We'll talk to you soon. Mate, love to come and join you. Thanks, guys. Gary Birkinshaw, the Guru, joining us.